Welcome to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast, where sexual taboos are broken. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex coach and jade egg and tantric sex teacher. I work with luxury lovers, teaching them the art of better sacred sex by helping them remove all their blocks to pleasure, turn on confidence and connection so they can step into their fullest potential and power as humans and alchemists in the 3D. If you'd like to learn how to release shame and guilt destroying your sex life so you can feel fully sexually liberated and free, you can access my How to Release Shame and Guilt training at www.tillystorm.com forward slash shame. This episode is brought to you by the Essentially Embodied Woman Collective. If you're ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body through my paid programs and offerings, then head to www.tillystorm.com today. Welcome back, my loves. It's Tilly Storm with special guest Barb from Canada. Hey, Barb, how are you? Hey, I am very good. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, so good to have you, a Essentially Embodied Woman graduate. I would love for you to just tell us a little bit about yourself and what has really sparked you doing this sort of work, the sexuality work, and what brought you here to into my realm in the first place? Well, this is a big question. Uh, I am 53 years old, wishing that I had done this when I was 20, um, but nonetheless, never too late to get started. I have two beautiful boys, 18 and 20, and an amazing husband. Uh, We've been together for a little over 26 years. And um, I just realized that there are women out there that orgasm during sex. And apparently, it's not that uncommon. And why can't I do it? Why am I different? Why doesn't it work for me? So I started listening to your podcasts, and that's how I was here. Nice. Awesome. Okay. Well, what prompts you to actually go through this transformational process that is the essentially embodied woman program? Because a lot of people, you know, they're like, oh, I have a great relationship. I'll just figure out the sex piece on my own, or I'll just read some tips and tricks and hope it gets better sort of thing. Uh, Like what was your big impetus to dive in and to commit to doing this work and really up-leveling your pleasure? Well, sometimes when I would listen to your podcast, you would be very frank and you would say stuff about, you know, it's total bullshit, blaming other people, own your shit. Um, Sorry for my language, but I'm like, you know what? Tilly's totally right. Like I have so much stuff that I need to work through. That's my issue. And, you know, in our relationship, my husband and I, we had our little struggles, but I do seriously think that a huge thing is that I own that now that I can't blame him for stuff that is my past and my history and my insecurities. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's something that I'm a huge advocate for and teach a lot about, especially when people are like, Oh, I want to do to couples coaching or whatever. It's like, okay, let's work with the one-on-one stuff first and help you heal and integrate all of your own pleasure blocks. And then we'll move on to the relationship. Right. So can you tell me a little bit about what you discovered? Because a lot of this stuff is unconscious. Like, what did you discover about what were your particular blocks to being able to orgasm and with your husband and what was in the way in your own words? Um, So I think like one of the huge things that I learned is that even though I wasn't aware 
of the trauma um, because I was gang raped um, in my early 20s in, in Munich, Germany. And I was date date rate drugged. Um, so I, I wasn't aware that it was going on. And I'm like, well, I woke up and I knew what happened and I walked away and obviously was quite devastated, but I, I'm like, I was, I was drugged. So it's not like the whole entire experience I felt. And one of the things that you taught me was that it, it, your tissues absorb it. Like it just becomes part of your vagina and, you know, and then, so you don't, you don't even know that you have damage from trauma, like until you've healed it. And then you're like, Oh, I did crap. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And one thing I, I, many people hear me say on here is like, you know, we all have access to so much pleasure and our multi-orgasmic essence, which I believe that we're all born here with, and we just get conditioned out of being able to experience that sort of pleasure in our life. So other than, you know, the trauma, like what, what else did you really discover and learn about yourself that really kept you from being able to have the sort of sex life and the intimate connection that you wanted with your husband? Cause I know y'all had also taken a bit of a sabbatical. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we took a little break uh, and we both learned a ton while we were apart. Um, and, you know, I, well, I'm not even sure that I can um, focus in on exactly how to answer that question, but my biggest problem was just feeling uh, unworthiness that I just wasn't good enough, that I, there was something about me that was broken or damaged. Um, and in doing this course, like I learned so many things about my own issues, about setting boundaries, not being a people pleaser. Um, I learned that there's different types of orgasms, like valley orgasm versus peak orgasms. I didn't even know such thing like valley orgasm. I didn't know what that was. Um, I, you know, also learned about the different blueprints and archetypes. And this was one of my huge wins was that I realized that out of the five different types that I am a sexual and that I love sex, um, you know, but the biggest thing I need to do is learn how to slow down and uh, enjoy every little tiny moment instead of rushing to the goal of orgasm, which I guess is a huge deal for a lot of women. It's just goal orientated. I might've gotten off topic. I'm not sure if I answered your question. <laughs> yeah, no, you totally did. So some of the, the blocks that I'm hearing were that you didn't really understand your own wiring and what really turned you on. And you also had some traumas from the past that were starting to come to the surface. And yeah, like, tell me about some of the big results, I guess, that you started to experience once you started to unearth these things. I like to say that when you enter into sexuality work, it is like stepping into a storm, right? And I have the perfect last name to, to be, a, a, what is that allegory? Maybe <laughs> I don't know literary terms, people. This is not my strong suit. Uh, but yeah, it was like a just like stepping into a storm because it's like all of these things under the surface that were unconscious begin to become conscious and then you have to deal with them, but then you deal with them. And then it's like, Oh, but there's my pleasure. And there's the amazing orgasms I always wanted to have. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it was blown away how this Valley orgasm happens and how it really just comes out of the blue. Um, and just that there's so much, about it that's moving energy and you know learning all about um like breathing techniques and um also just desensitizing areas of the yoni um to make it 
more sensitive so that you can actually feel more. So I guess the other thing is the meditation part where in order to really drop in and not be in your head, uh, which I do, um, you really have to meditate. You have to go in there really deep and stay there. And, you know, that's hard, but I'm, and if I can get this across to anybody, this is not something that happens in a couple of weeks. Like this, this course is beautiful because it's over a couple of months. Like you have to work at it. It's not just going to happen. It's like you're retraining your nervous system. So um, it's been a journey and it's been absolutely amazing. And I'm, you know, I still have lots of work to do, but it's, it's really coming along. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, can you tell us about your main goal and, and how you achieved that? Like specifically, what were some of the practices or the big aha moments that you had on the journey to achieving the goal that you had come here for? Um, well, my goal was to have an orgasm during sex with my husband and I have achieved that goal. And a lot of it is because he is extremely, extremely, extremely dedicated and devoted to, um, me being happy and content and feeling safe, secure, loved, cherished. Um, and so you really need to feel that safe spot, that love, the belonging. Um, and you need to take the time, like you need to be dedicated. And we're lucky because our kids are older. And I can only imagine how hard it would be to put this amount of effort in when your kids are young, because they're constantly interrupting you and you, and you really have to have a quiet space and give it the time and slow everything down. And, um, you know, and so, and I think the other thing is just being able to, to say what I want and what I need. Um, you know, we, in our younger years, we had tons of fun sex, you know, and it was like a lot of quickies and stuff. And now I'm like, no, like I want it to be at least a half hour experience. I want the candles lit. I want, you know, music on and, you know, the lava lamps on and, you know, just, I just want the whole experience. Um, and, and I'm just, I'm just so incredibly grateful that I am in a relationship where uh, we can do this together because we're both dedicated to it. Yeah, I know. And your commitment to doing this and learning how to orgasm with your husband was so strong and so beautiful to watch. And I remember at some point in the program that we shifted the goal from it being to have that orgasmic experience to actually the goal is to let go of the goal. Yes. (laughs) I had to say that so many times. I'm like, okay, no orgasm tonight. (laughs) Like I would say it out loud. This is not about orgasming. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So can you tell me how you dealt with that? Because there are, I think the, the sexual blueprint women. So I have talked about the, um, erotic wiring. This is from the work of Jaya. Okay. Erotic blueprints. And and we discuss and go over some of this, um, in the program, but how the sexuals kind of, especially if you're a woman and you're a sexual blueprint, we kind of get it's we're not the typical woman, right? Because sexual blueprinted women are very straightforward about their sexuality. They're very much, I want this to be an orgasmic experience and it's very much goal oriented and they like to know that they're going to get it right. Uh, they, they don't need the buildup or the anticipation, but the penetration actually is really important to them. A lot of them. And they're very much what most people would consider like 
the male in a relationship. And sometimes sexual women aren't really understood in that blueprint. So how did you go from being like a, you know, kind of like a goal oriented sexual, like I want the the experience to be this, to look that way, to have this outcome to being able to drop that goal so that you could learn to orgasm in a different way. So I think it's still a work in progress. I have to admit, I have to catch myself to not slip back to that. (laughs) Um, But uh, a huge part of it was learning the archetypes because one of the things, um, and one of the other women in the program talked about how, oh my gosh, she's got kinky and she's submissive. And I'm like, I picture women that orgasm like on top and in control and, you know, woohoo, like, uh, and I'm just like, you know what, that is not me. I'm like, I want to be, I want to be just taken over by a man, you know, like I just want, um, I want to be on the bottom. I don't want to be on the top. I, I, I just, yeah. Like without going into too many details, that's yeah. Um, and so that's just finding out more about who I am and what I like. So again, I'm not sure I answered the question, but (laughs) I I guess I'm looking to hear you describe the, maybe the struggle that it was to learn, to drop the goal from being, from going from being very goal oriented to how do I stop being so goal oriented? Because this is where so many women stopped it in their tracks and don't do this. Because like, oh, my body can't do that. You know, I can't slow down enough or I don't have the time to do that right? There's a lot of excuses about why we can't slow down or why we can't take the time to teach our bodies to learn to orgasm in a different way, to have different types of orgasms, to unearth what else might be available as an access point to pleasure. Does that make sense? Yes. And I, again, like I said, I still struggle a bit with that goal thing, um, because it was a goal of mine for so long, but just the whole experience of more of a tantric sex, um, you know, evening where you're just enjoying each other, you're worshiping each other's body and, you know, loving that human being inside and out. It's just so much more than the goal. It's just so enjoyable and going slow is just, like that's probably the biggest key and being relaxed as well. So when you have young kids, it's very hard to be relaxed, Um, but you have to be relaxed. You have to take the time. You have to slow everything down and just enjoy the moment, which brings me to the fact that, you know, I did say about meditation being important, being able to drop in, but also it's all about the mindfulness and, you know, what's around you, what senses, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? Like what's in the now in a mindful way, as opposed to jumping ahead or thinking behind, like, it's like, what's going on right now? What am I feeling right now? So you had so many good exercises that talked about the five senses and, and getting in tune to that. And I think that really, really helps slow everything down. Mm. Yeah. So slowing down is definitely one of those things to help you to learn to orgasm in a new way, like you said, but also you were really committed to like the 50, 50 rule that I presented several times. Right. Do you want to tell us about that? Um, so I guess I had a bit of vibrator addiction in the beginning. I didn't know how to orgasm without a vibrator. And so this has taken a really long time to change your body on how to respond. But um, eventually, like I just, 
you said 50, 50. So then I, you know, I finally got to the point where I was only doing it 50% of the time and 50% of the time when I was self-pleasuring, I would use, um, like not use the vibrator. And so that was something that I had never, ever achieved before. And, and so then I was like, wow. And then I stopped, like, I stopped using it even more, um, so that I could really drop into, um, you know, all the senses and everything instead of, the vibrator with the really high frequency that, you know, is easy to get a clitoral, um, peak orgasm, but it's not the same as the valley orgasm. And I, and again, like that's all stuff I learned. I had no clue about any of that. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) Most people don't, and they have no idea what's available to their bodies. So you've had a valley orgasmic experience. What other types of orgasmic experiences do you feel that you have had since learning how to slow down, drop the goal and open up to what else might be available? Well, I, I, I still think I'm a work in progress, so I can't say that I've really had a lot, um, but, you know, at least a hundred percent more than I was having <laughs> six months ago. So, um, yeah, so that's a hard one to answer. Cause I think I've already sort of explain the ones that I've had and it's not an every time thing. Um, but when it's not an every time you have to let that go and you just have to realize how enjoyable the whole experience is, even if there's no orgasm at the end. Right. Yeah. So tell me about that. Like, what is the level of satisfaction? Cause I think that's one thing that women often say about you know, having to use a vibrator or having to do it themselves, even with their fingers, that if they can't orgasm with a partner, they feel that there's not this sense of satisfaction or connection that they really crave. And, and they feel like, well, maybe something's messed up with my body if it can't do this thing, but I really want to experience this with a partner, but I can't, I don't know how, right? Yeah. Like what is your sense of satisfaction? How is it different than before? Well, I, if this is all there was, I would be, be completely hundred percent satisfied. Um, I know that there are women that have probably peak orgasms during sex, and maybe I need to do more self-stimulation during sex, or maybe we need to introduce a vibrator for that. I don't know. Um, but I'm just slowing everything down and enjoying what there is right now. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. So that sense of slowing down and, and connecting more with your partner, it's almost like it's come full circle because at the very end of the program, I was like, you had asked me, you know, maybe I could use the vibrator again. I was like, yeah, do it. You already learned how to have an orgasm without it. So you achieved what you came here for. You can start to reintroduce that back into your practice, but now it's from an empowered place, right? It's from like, yeah. Tell me about that. Um, well, it was a dependency before, and now it's just, it's a choice that I get to choose whether, you know, I want to do it that way or not. And so right now I'm just really enjoying the way it is. So I'm not, I've gone by the stag shop a couple of times, thought about going in and getting one. And I'm like, no, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just enjoying the way it is because we, I've never felt more connected to my husband in my life. And so it's just an incredible, an incredible journey. Mm, beautiful. Yay. <laughs> it's incredible to watch that journey unfold too. Okay. So, well, I, I know you said, I feel like I'm still a work in progress. I think that's everyone that starts on this journey. And I always say this program is the perfect start to this journey. 
because it's not the end. (laughs) There is so much more to learn. And it is a, it's a practice too. Like the whole jade egg practice is a practice. And the more that you practice it, the more that you become sensitized and your energy body starts to awaken and start to open and the different orgasmic experiences start to start happening. Right. Uh, But it does take time. And I think it's kind of like teaching an old dog new tricks. The older you are, the more time you might need to shift that sort of thing around. So (laughs) that is a really, really good point. Cause the longer you've been doing something one way, it's going to take twice as long to, to make it go another way. It's just the way your nervous system works. It's Mm -hmm. changing behaviors is takes time. Yeah. Okay. Well, even, even with the change that you've experienced so far, what do you feel is possible for you now? Um, I feel like um, you brought up one thing in one of our calls about Maslow's hierarchy, the pyramid thing, and it talks about self-actualization and what that basically means is achieving my full potential and achieving my full potential means, you know, realizing if I'm jealous or envious of other women, that it's just, uh, uh, a gateway into what more I can do for myself. So that is really, really huge. And it's just really really fed me to go, you know, there's more, I can do more, I can learn more, I can be more, I can offer more. And so it's just really empowering. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just to to know that you're just going to keep on this journey and keep learning. And yeah, nice. Awesome. (laughs) Self-actualization is on the horizon. Beautiful. What was your favorite part of the program? Um, my favorite part, probably the group calls, um, just because hearing the other women open up and their stories and their challenges, um, it makes you feel not alone. You know, you're not the only one out there, um, and very, very supportive. And I really liked the spiritual part of the program, like really diving into divine feminine affirmations every morning and and having a ritual. Um, I really, really enjoyed that part. Uh, I also, I think one of the favorite parts was preparing for this call because I actually had to sit down and review everything. And I'm like, yeah, what did I learn? What are the highlights? And and that was really, really good to sum it up uh, and review it. Yeah. I've heard that from several people who've done this interview with me before. Like, actually, I should probably just make all of y'all do it, whether or not you do the the interview with me or not. (laughs) It's just to, to, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I know in my own experience, uh, sometimes we lack reflection of how far we've come. And it's so funny you bring that up because last night I just had a breakdown moment and I'm like, I'm a failure. I'm not doing anything right. (laughs) And I was, I just told my boyfriend, I was like, could you just remind me of all the things I've actually accomplished this year? And he starts telling me and naming me all the things. And I'm like, okay, right. Okay. I'm, I'm being ridiculous. Right. Cause it's so easy to forget the accomplishments and some of the big wins because we don't tend to focus on those things very much. So I love that that was one of your favorite parts was just taking the time to reflect on all that you have accomplished and and how far you've come, you know? Yeah, it's really good. You should make, you should make us all do that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to add that in somehow. Cool. Okay. Well, who should join this program in your opinion? Um, definitely any women that have had any sexual trauma, um, or life trauma, anybody that thinks that there is more that they're just, you know, not sure that they're, their full potential, because 
this definitely causes you to branch out and reach out and just learn more. Um, uh, yeah. Somebody, if you think that everybody else is to blame for where you're at in your life, I think this would be an amazing program because it just, you know, instead of feeling sorry for yourself that, you know, this happened to me or that happened to me, um, you just take charge and you change it. So anybody that just wants to be in a better place. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, any last words of wisdom or anything else you want to share with us before we wrap up? Well, I just want to say thank you because it's been a ton of fun (laughs) and you've been awesome to talk to. And I just have felt super comfortable and uh, yeah. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Barb. (laughs) All right. My loves, the next round of centrally embodied women starts the week of October. So if you would like to join us, this is your last chance and opportunity. Just head to www.tillystorm.com and you can go to work with me and then head to the Essentially Embodied Woman program page and you can fill out the questionnaire and that will lead you to book a call if you qualify for the program and you can speak with someone to see if this is a good fit for you. So hopefully we have a beautiful group coming soon. I know we've already got a couple women joining us, but we'd love to have a few more. Uh, So yeah, go ahead, head there and get started and we'll see you soon. Thanks for joining and we'll talk next week. Bye.